It's Solomon here. David. And Mikey, welcome back to Sporting DSM. What a 24 hours it's been. Wow. What a 24 hours it's been. And, uh, you know, once again, we have our son's correspondent back with us. Everybody, please welcome David Jolovitz to the podcast. How are you doing, David? Uh, and and to, you, to, to, to kick it off right away, Jaylen. I have two words for you, David. Jalen Smith. It's, it's no all star Jalen Smith. He's going to be an all star. Oh, he's going to be an all star. Oh, okay. When, when was this uh, discovered? Uh, I've been sent back from the future. 2025. Why is he going to be an all star? Because the sun drafted him? <laughs> no, because Corona's going to come back and everybody's going to be sick and he's going to be one of the reserves. <laughs> Pfizer's recalling the vaccine. It's it's over. It's over. Oh my god! <laughs> Over twenty-four. Wow. So honestly, what do you what do you think about Jalen Jalen Smith? You know what? As a Suns fan lately, there's been so much rationalizing I've had to do with myself. First, with the CP3 trade, and then with the with the with the number ten pick. So I think right. CP3 joining the Suns changes my perspective on, on Jalen Smith. The fact that we have a well-established uh-huh. guard, there's leadership. That, I think that is a trickle-down effect where you can put in position players. I would have said best in the draft if it weren't for CP3, but I think we actually finally have like the definition of a team, the way that the Spurs have had it, the way that like the Patriots have had it in football. So I don't, I'm actually not mad at having the right fit for the right time. We needed a number four. Mm. We talked about it last time on the podcast. Ubre slips out and you need size. The guy can block every hundred, every hundred possessions, 8.2 blocks is what he's putting up. He can step back and shoot the three. This is Jalen Smith. He can catch the alley-oop. And as long as he's putting on body weight, that's really the big knock against him. And then he's got the very tight hips. He can't go, you know, he can't guard guards out in space, but all right. So he's got some mm-hmm. things to, he's got some things to, right. to work on. He's got like some, some weaknesses, some things to improve on, but you know, so does, so does everyone else. Yeah. And look, and not every time, you know, it isn't like you, you draft one through 10 with the NBA draft and everyone's a hit. You got some misses there. Right. So every so often you also have surprises. He has the frame. Yeah. The way I look at it is the following. He's got the frame. He's got the athleticism. He's a good guy. He's easily coached. He's only trending upward. I'll take it. Yeah. Very good. It's just like good. So, yeah. a lot of people thought it was a reach because he was projected to go in the second round. So when I heard of it, I was like, oh. Jalen Smith. I mean, you had the chance to take Devin Vassell, Kyra Lewis. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I, I guess, I mean, you, you make a good point because you guys do need a four. Especially and we also now. don't, yeah, we don't, we, all we do is draft guards and just, uh, we draft guards, we'll, we'll, we'll get them good. This is, we're talking about Bledsoe and now, I mean, every one of these guys, the list mm-hmm. is 15 guards long that we'll, we'll draft, we develop, and then we send off. So, you know what? I'm not mad at a breaking pattern. You know, give me a big guy. It's been right. a while since we've drafted anybody with size. Um, that wasn't Alex Len, so I'll take it. Yeah, and he also just recently got rid of Frank Kaminsky today, so. <clears throat> All right. Tank. That's also big. Mm-hmm. It was, you know what? If you look at the, the Suns roster about two years ago, and this matters to me with my fitness background, we had a lot of soft guys who didn't, you know, didn't want to get hit, and, went, and even though it's a different right, game right. and it's offensive, you need tough. You need you need dogs. Yeah, Salama, you know true. I talk about that all the time, and he's a dog. Mm-hmm. Smith is a dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's what they need. But I was watching with it close eyes. Need. I was watching the Knicks, and you guys did not disappoint. 
Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Last night was an emotional roller coaster for me. For the next, mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, I'll. I'll let me Happen say at, my input and then. Let me say my input, and then Dave, you could go with your. Go ahead. You need. So at eight, I was very disappointed when we didn't select any of Dia, but I was still happy that we selected Obi Toppin because mm-hmm. they both fell low, which was very unexpected. Very yeah. unexpected. I didn't. They were supposed to go top four, top five, easy, no question. Then they both fell as low as they did, and I'm like, yo, we have Denny Avdia who can fit. Thibodeau's defensive system because he's a 3 and D type of player and we could use that. We need that. And then we end up picking Obi Toppin. I was at first disappointed, but then I was like maybe Obi Toppin isn't so bad now that I look at things. Then we did the trade for the 23rd pick which confused me and we end up picking the scrub from Argentina who had no highlights when he was shown. Zero highlights. They showed his birth video. <laughs> they showed and then after that, that was the highlight gets, of his career. After that, we hear he gets traded to Minnesota. And I'm just like, wait, for what? The 25th pick and pick number 33. So then we pick Emmanuel quickly. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yo, we have a sniper. We got a sniper. This guy's gonna be good. And then 33rd pick, whatever happened, happened. We don't have it. It's on, it's to the Clippers now. Yeah. And we're going to talk the most about accurate free throw shooter in Kentucky history, wasn't he? They said just a couple wow. of points above above Tyler Hero. Yes. I didn't know that. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm being honest, I never heard of this guy quickly. Emmanuel Quickly, remember the name. Well, don't forget, it was yeah, a shortened season. Usually you see mm-hmm. Kentucky in the tournament. Right. And these, these players, by the time they develop, for example, if Kyrie, right, if, if Kyrie played during COVID, he wouldn't have been in the tournament. He only played 11 games when his season at Duke. Right. Yeah. You don't always get a chance to see these guys develop. I mean, you catch him at 18, 19 right, years old, true. like quickly. Who knows what he'll look like when he's 23? Yeah. 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 And I, I look, I like the Obi Toppin pick. I feel like we need that mm-hmm. energy. We need it. But like, I mean, listen. At the time, when when they made the pick, people were angry because they're like, "Really? Now you got five power forwards on the roster?" But then today they came out and 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 they waived Portis. They no, sorry, they declined Portis's team option and they waived Taj. Right, exactly. and then uh, Ellington they also waived and uh, EP. Right and Dotson also and Peyton, yeah, so, they waved so combined. They right, so they so they made a lot of cap space. Yeah, when I was when I was watching the draft, I was like, okay, so Toppin isn't picked yet, and I was like, you know, Leon Rose already has his eyes on Obi Toppin. That's it. We're taking him. I mean, like, I didn't even have to. Like, I already knew it was a done deal when I saw Obi Toppin was falling to eight. I was like, that's it. Leon Rose took him. And then I looked after and I was like, wait right. a second, we still have Portis, we still have Randall. And I was like, why? Like, we, we needed a guard. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy's a freakish athlete, insane. You know, I don't know, dunks are, are like out of this world. But yeah. I mean, after today, I felt, I felt relieved when I saw Portis, Gibson, all of them gone because now we're actually like right. on the right track. We have cap space. We need to have cap space. 
Other than yeah, guys, yeah. I mean, think of it, we're young now. Now we, we could potentially, like, if right. we trade Randall, Poppin could be our starting four. Mitch could start at the five. Barrett, mm-hmm. we're actually, you know, we're on the right track. And Leon Rose deserves a lot of credit, obviously. You know, he's the man in charge, and he's, uh, right. he's making the right moves. Of course. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. So we just have to see what else they, they do with it, because really, right now, after letting all these guys go, they don't have much depth. No, you know what? That might not even. It might be a good thing because it'll be more court time for the young guys. Leave them out there. Mm -hmm. You know, let them run tired. Let them get their conditioning up. Let's see what you guys got going on. Put an OB thirty-five minutes a game. I want to see it play. Yeah, I agree. You know that 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 was a matter of the Knicks for such a long time where you had a couple of young guys, but they were riding the bench because you had these like old crusty Mm -hmm. veterans playing. Like get rid of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah, stop hiding. That was a major problem with them. Listen now. Hmm? Yeah, now that the young guys get to shine. Um, and I mean, yeah, let them uh, be on the court as long as they can. Yeah, and social media is actually praising the Knicks for once. How rare. Everyone's saying, wow, you guys actually mm-hmm. did really well. So <laughs> uh-huh. that's right. And, and you also went from having oh, Kevin Durant the and all these, right? And all these, all these players in free agency essentially stood from the Knicks and said, we don't want to come to you. Obi's the opposite. Obi was breaking down, getting super emotional because he wants to be part of the new culture. That's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's going to give you everything he's got. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know, guys, but I'm seeing a little bit of Amari Stoudemire. In does that remind yeah. right? Yeah. Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire is Yeah. You know, I, I think I see it. Yeah. With, with bounce, obviously, with, you know, a different type of oh, bounce. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Toppin led the Division One in dunks. He had 107 already in a shortened season. Wow. He, can, he can fly. Wow. And people Let are just... develop a jumper. I'm telling you. He could be. Let that man develop a jumper from deep. He'll be unstoppable. He'll be unstoppable. He's a grinder. He'll work on it. You know, don't forget he was he was hidden in Dayton, but he would have done something in the tournament if he got a chance to play. He was the AP Player of the Year forecasted going into the season, but because of his age, he was considered a you know an old man at 22 years old. Now that he was in the draft, people just want to grab 19 year old kids. It's not always the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's ready. Was he didn't get any offers coming out of high school? I was like, what? What? Like, how did that make any sense? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. No uh, offers. But so, if, if we're still talking about the Knicks, I, I feel like um, they they should trade Julius Randle because, like, I mean, we're, we're we're going pretty young now, and I I think I I want Obi Toppin starting, and I want the young guys, uh, you know, getting a feel for the game, especially like if we we be, we have one veteran on the team, actually no two, like Julius and and Reggie Bullock. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I really see a place for Julius Randle. I, the guy's just a weird player. He just has a weird. Just ship him off. Ship yeah. him off. Keep the ball moving. You I know, mean, it's not going to be easy. Ball to dies in his hand. Right. It's really it's true. Not he sixty-three million. He doesn't pass the ball. He thinks he's he he's all that, and then uh, he he can't he can't do it. He's not. The, so maybe you yeah. hold him for the trade deadline and hope that a team gets desperate for like some, you know, some second push because you need draft picks. Presti was at it again yesterday. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Presti's at it again yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So uh, no one's going to oh fire him when you have that many first round picks, because if you can imagine you can package that, and I'm sure there are rules against it. You can package five first round picks and trade it up for a number one. Oh yeah. Easy. Yeah. For a number one pick. Wow. Imagine they package a bunch of picks for uh, number one overall. So Presti was able to flip, and even with Ubre, 
You flip yeah. Ubre again. Like he's he has, he has no need for him. You know, they can they're gonna right. win 35 games regardless. 32 games. Flip he he flipped Westbrook, flipped Chris Paul, and then after Chris Paul he flipped Rubio and and uh Ubre. And he landed Paul George Crazy. and then he flipped him and, and a lot of these look sometimes uh-huh. when you play chess you yeah. get pinned into yeah. a corner. He's never pinned into a corner. Oh no! He just yeah, and absolutely. he's working with a small market team. He'll grab and flip, grab and flip, and the guys. Think about it. The guy has seventeen yeah. first round picks through in the next five years. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. You ever watch uh, King of the Fourth Quarter rebuild? Who's this? His motto. His motto is: you get assets and you flip them. And this is what Presti is doing. He's getting assets and he's flipping them. It's great. It's great. It's, yeah. he, he can put together packages like, first of all, he's got young talent on his team to begin with. It's like he keeps his favorites and then he just grabs all these trades and he flips them. He can, he can make it anywhere. I think he's the MVP mm-hmm. so far. Thunder are going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, so shocked. how did Presti do all this? This is like, he, I mean, last, yesterday, was it, was it yesterday, the day before? It's just pick after pick after pick. At first, it was 16. Now it's 17. I think it's 18 at this point. Um, right. So he's on the radar. He's doing his thing, and then also he. But the thing is, he compliments it. You can get all the picks you want to, but if you're not able to pick, then forget it. He he yeah. has proven himself with Jeremy Grant, all these different guys that no one. He, the guy he, he doesn't miss very often. Stephen Adams is now going to hit the open market. He's a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. He's got size. He's a bull. Oh, yeah. 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 And 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 Presti, what's happening right now is he saw Russell Westbrook was their franchise player, right? So what's he going to do? Westbrook, Westbrook wants to go to Houston. All right. So go to Houston. We're going to start the whole franchise over. Right. We, we flipped Paul, Paul George for all these picks. Right. Now we got Chris Paul here. And then after this season, they made that playoff push. After the season, it's time for Chris Paul to go. You know, because... If we're a team that's going to hit the hard reset button, you know, we can't have this old guy hanging around here. You know, we can't be paying him <laughs> this big bag. He's got a point. And, yeah. David, you always so, say that all the time. You say he's an old man. I don't want this guy on the team. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a, you know, you got yeah, to. And with, especially with that contract you got that, that they're paying him. So, oh. so the reason I think that the CP3 trade, even though I wasn't a fan of it right off the bat, because I love Ubre and I think he's so important to the culture. But with, and you saw how Rubio, Rubio had a tweet where he was like, yo, I'm going to miss my guys. I mean, in a very short time, you just see what happens. A lot of players get frustrated and they have to leave. These guys do not want to leave. You got Mikel Bridges right. tweeting that he wants right, to right. be there forever, right? Cameron, Cameron Payne tweeted the same thing. So what happens is you're in this careful position. Okay, you're not a championship team yet, but you've developed a culture. There were rumors that maybe Devin Booker wasn't 100% happy, but everybody else is. So you drop in CP3, and that solidifies everything you've built. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, for right. that reason, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and the mentorship mm-hmm. you're going to get from CP3, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get back in the playoffs, so that's going to be oh, really yeah. fun to watch. And uh, I don't know. I feel like the yeah, young guys, that, that, it's going to be just – it's going to be so different with the Suns. So they're mm-hmm. going to be a fun team to that, watch. That leadership that Chris Paul brings to the table – is exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's almost like if you, I'm trying to think of like an opposite team to the Suns. It was the Clippers of last year. 
which is you have all these stacked veterans with shit attitudes. And here you've got all these young guys mm -hmm. who buy into the process and it comes, you have the perfect new stadium. You've got a new training facility. They just opened up. Mm -hmm. So they're hitting on every mark. And also the fact that, look, this is a media driven world. And the fact that CP3 is, will be happy, quote unquote, going to Phoenix opens it the door for the next free agent. You know, it legitimizes mm -hmm. us. And if the, if the Knicks start winning with Obi and all these guys and they play, even if they win 31 games, it doesn't matter. If it's a fun brand of basketball, who doesn't want to join them now? I'll go to the Knicks. True. Yeah. You know, we might lose. Yeah, they just kind of build up the culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you guys know, if you guys like haven't noticed, James Dolan's been letting Leon Rose just do what he has to do. He's not intervening. He's not, you know, he's not saying anything. Just do what you got to do. Right. Clean the house. Get the players. That is... Get people. That is a huge back. step forward. Yeah, of course. It's a huge step forward. Yeah, you got to get rid of some things to be able to move forward. And they cut all those players now. And that's just, look, if nothing more, it, you're sending a message to the young guys saying, hey, listen, if you don't pull your weight, you're out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And right. Like you, Solomon and I, or, uh, you know, Solomon, Mikey and I, like when we uh, when we say the Knicks got to drop them, the, I mean, uh, Taj, the Knicks got to drop Portis, the Knicks got to do this, the Knicks got to do that. In reality, we know, all right, they're not going to do that. But like today, I looked at my Instagram feed and I was like, "Holy crap! Am I dreaming?" The Knicks drop Portis, the Knicks drop Taj, the Knicks right, drop. Right, right, yeah. I was like, "What? What's going on?" They did right, something exactly. great. You know what, what's 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 that quote that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? So with the Knicks have tried the right. well, get, get a mid-level guy and pay him extra money, and then maybe he, you can squeeze out. Okay, that has not worked. So let's do the opposite. Let's cut everybody. And the, the league is moving in a very young direction. And you've got, look, look at the teams like Memphis and the Nuggets even are stacked. So you have, even the Pacers have gotten, you know, the Pacers have gotten good. So you look at all these younger teams, they're going to develop, even Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they kind of work their way through the draft and you just add a couple minute complimented pieces, you're good to go. Right, right. So, hey, I got the whole family just walked in. All right, so a couple of things I want to do. First, first draft party. I want to I want to go through the 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 top ten of the draft, starting from one down to ten, and then after that, I have some questions for you, David, from the fans on Instagram. Okay. All right. So well, let me get ready. Let's start. Let's start with with number one. Oh, man, what are you doing? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh shit! Looks like looks like he's ready to eat. What's on the bib? He's ready to eat. <laughs> uh -huh. What's on the Phoenix Suns bib? I got my chips. Eating? Chocolate, oh, chip. chocolate chips. <laughs> a little thing of chocolate chips. Oh my oh, god! We're in a, a, a Phoenix Suns bib. I thought that was going to be like right, a, a chocolate chip. Eating chocolate, chocolate chips. Like, oh. No, we keep it classy, Dave. We keep it classy. <laughs> Born to be a Suns fan. All right. So, number one, right? The Minnesota Timberwolves selected uh, Anthony Edwards, right? Who, who is a football player with the basketball in his hands. Mm. I didn't like what he said. Oh yeah. Drafted by an NFL team, I'll leave the the NBA or I'll leave the draft. I don't know. It's not the same. So stupid. NFL players. Yeah, he said something like, like in the NFL, you could you know spike the ball, you could dance, you could do all these kind of disrespectful stuff, but you can't do that in the NBA. You get fined. So because of that, he said, if the if I was drafted by the NFL tomorrow, I would leave basketball. You know, like, I don't know what, I don't know what this means, you know. I mean, I, I don't think the NFL are going to draft him. 
but man, he's a kid saying kid what? things. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what it is. He's a kid. He's a kid. And uh, so now, how does he fit in with the with the Timberwolves? Now the Timberwolves, you got D'Angelo Russell, and you got Towns there, and now you're throwing in Edwards. So you're gonna have a D'Lo at the one, Edwards at the two, and who's playing the three over there? Culver. No, it's I gonna believe. be Edwards. No, no, it's Culver. It's Culver. No, no, Edwards is gonna play the two. Yeah. I'm saying who's playing the three? Culver. It'll Culver. Be Jared. Jared Culver. 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 And, uh, right? And then a Kogi at the four. What's his name? Uh, someone from the Timberwolves is set to leave. James Johnson. James Johnson and the Knicks are oh. someone from them too. No, the Knicks oh wow! James Johnson, formerly of the Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. So now you got the 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 one-two punch in the backcourt of D'Lo and Edwards. And I think that's going to punish the defenses. It's, it's but, a good compliment uh, because D'Lo is not the most athletic guy. He's smooth, but right. he's not explosive like that. But with Minnesota, mm-hmm. it's so cold over there. And it's not really the most, you know, the greatest basketball city. So if you don't win first two, two three years, he, Edwards is going to start looking around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's, if, if, if he's not winning there, He's he. It's not a fun place to be. You know. No. 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 The head Marbury yeah, and Garnett. Right. That was a crazy one-two punch, and both of them wanted out. Oh yeah. Took, took Garnett KD, longer to right. leave, but. Mm-hmm. And then Garnett I think, came back. I think back it was an obvious end. pick. Uh, Dave, you had that picked. I had that picked. I think once you thought about need, and you knew that Lamelo Ball was really a crazy, still a question mark, then you knew that Minnesota was mm-hmm. not going to gamble. I just right. saw LeVar Ball right. is pissed that LaMelo didn't end up in, like, you know, one of those, uh, I don't know, like, big market teams. Like Charlotte, I don't know. Charlotte, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, now, it, when the games are back to normal, Charlotte's going to be uh, sold out pretty quickly. <laughs> It'll be a fun mm-hmm. team. It'll be a fun team to watch. Yeah. But they're not going to go anywhere. I think Ball's too much of a question mark. I think Wiseman fits the bill nicely. Look, the game's has steered away from big guys, but you still need size. We saw that in the finals. Yeah, Miami right. was getting bullied, and they really stood no chance. They needed more size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. So Wiseman's a good pickup. He only played I think, oh, yeah, absolutely. three games, four games last season. Really? Yeah. No way. He was suspended. Wow. He was suspended at Memphis. He didn't play. Oh, my much. God. And wow. we got rid of him. He had to sit out, and then obviously the season ended. But he's he's physically mm-hmm. very gifted. Oh yeah, you guys know that. Absolutely, he's amazingly athletic. Footwork is perfect. Right. So if he develops, he, there's no way you can double up a guy his size with shooters on the quarters. That's I mean not anymore, but Thompson. Oh Curry. right. Oh my God, Clay Thompson injured. Can't, that's a major hit for them. I know, but major. I, I think I think Ubre culturally, I think Ubre is Oakland is going to be some, and he it would have been fun to see him and in, in, in Shy go at it with the league. Oh six, yeah, but yeah, but I think yeah. I think well, Oakland Sam Presley had a had a had a different idea. Presley had a different idea. <laughs> what did he get back as far as draft capital for him? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't even. I think the report just said that they sent Ubre. Oh, they just got salary relief. It was just a salary dump, just uh-huh. like the Knicks with Ed Davis. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They just gave him his contract. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they can absorb the 17. Okay, right, right. But it's just a trade uh-huh. anyway. I mean, it's um, it's a rental. Right, Ubre's only got a year left. Yeah. Uh, true, 
Two. He was on a, a two-year deal got, with the Suns. So you've got Oubre on the Warriors, and you also got Wiggins there. So I'm curious to see how they how they're, they're going to do that. Like they're probably going to play Wiggins at the shooting guard. I mean, it, you might just go one, two, three, three, five. Mm. Oh, you know, you might just three, have three, five, just two athletic threes. Uh-huh. Ubre's good off the ball. He's sneaky. Oh, so you're saying defense. he's interested. Okay, so you're saying move green down to five? And no, you have Wiseman Wiggins at three. Oh, no, no, you're right, right. Right, right. right. Wiseman, Wiseman. Wiseman. No, okay, so it might, it might fit to be the traditional. It might go one, three, three, four, five. Right, right. That's what I was saying. One, three, three, four, five. You got Wiggins at the two uh, and Ubre at the, at the three and then Green and Wiseman. That's a good five. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, you Wiggins got... Wiggins is really uh, high regarded. Uh, right, I mean, if he's he coming perform, out, now that the pressure is off, now that he doesn't have right. to be the number one, who's he going to be? Right, right. Can he fit in that system? Can he be that rotational guy, that, that uh, second or third option that they need him to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Warriors are going to be sneaky good. I think it's going to be a fun brand of basketball. I think it's going to be kind of a fun team to watch. I think they'll sneak in. I actually do think they'll sneak into the eighth seed. I think right. it's, just, take a half it's, a it's just such a shame. It's just such a shame that, that Thompson got injured. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, after all this time, he's been out for, for a, a whole season, you know, more. So, you know, this extended COVID season, you know, and, and since the finals, he was out. And, and if he's number. out, if he's out for the entire season, it's going to be close to uh, uh, three regular seasons. Yeah, I think as of now, I think he hasn't played a game in 574 days. That's what I saw. Oh, so you right. A, that on ESPN. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. See, exactly. That's exactly. crazy. So you add a full season to it. And it's also the mental depression of just of having him fought back, climbing the mountain, getting ready, and then all of a sudden slipping out with what, a month to go before the season? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay. So let's move on to number three. We got Lamelo Ball, selected by the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, so I think Lamelo Ball is going to be a. I think he's going to put on a show in Charlotte along with Devonte Graham. Oh, the dog! <laughs> what dog? That's me. You don't see me. <laughs> Buddy's going to yeah. be happy about the twelfth pick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, I okay. think Lamelo Ball along with Devonte Graham is going to be great, but there's got to be more to that. There's got to be more to that. I don't think Charlotte. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they don't. They don't have the depth. I think Charlotte's going to be an explosive twenty-six win team. <laughs> right. I think. Right. I, I think like they'll, they'll be nights, fun to watch, but they won't win a lot. Some nights they'll drop one hundred and thirty points on an opponent and win, and then other nights they're just going to struggle to shoot and they'll they will lose with ninety-five points. I, you know, they're going to be so polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. just need a little. Bit. I can be one night this, one night that. Yeah. Yeah. Ver- Vernon Carey is a, is a decent center they picked up along with uh, Melo. So I, I don't know. They got the young pieces. They just yeah. they just need. I don't know. I don't know what pieces they need in like to make the playoffs. I don't think Lamelo is going to be enough to be honest. I think he's no. great. He's amazing, but I don't. Right. No. Nah. 
he's well he's let's not forget he's he's a he's a horrid three-point shooter horrid so yeah, is he gonna Dave be saying last night uh-huh. the guy from he shoots yeah 29 percent in the league of his he wasn't even the 30s 29 percent wow i didn't know that i thought he was a Ooh. good shooter oh my god not from three that's not good yeah that's he's not good horrible three-point shooter and he's the type of guy just to yank three four six of them up the game yeah. Oh, that's not good. He's, he's going to look like Westbrook out there. You remember Westbrook? He would take a, a bunch of threes a game and wouldn't hit one. You know, brick after brick. Westbrook is today's key play of the day. <laughs> oh, 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 oh you get, you're getting hungry again? <laughs> yeah, rock the baby. Yeah, Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he says, I haven't really watched uh, Charlotte. I don't even think I saw a Charlotte game last year. Devontae Graham is he's a ball handler. I know he, I know he went from four points a game to eighteen, but he handles the ball. Solomon, you and I actually went to a yeah. Nets Hornets game, remember? Yeah, yeah. I've I've been to two Nets Hornets games actually this season. Yeah. Two of them. And uh uh I I I saw the one that uh, David, I think you were with me with uh, at this one where I Devontae will. Graham dropped forty yep. on on the Nets head. Yeah, and like the whole game was looking like the Nets had it, and then like Devonte just stole the show. He just stole the game. Well, that he was the big ceiling. That's exactly it. It was the biggest snub. The guy, the guy, right, right. His, and even Lucas said, right. Even Lucas said himself, it should have went to 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 Graham. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, let's keep going. Number four, right? The this Chicago Bulls. For some crazy reason, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams. And I mean, me and Mikey were going crazy when we saw this. You can check out our our reactions on Instagram. Uh, But Patrick Williams, man, was projected to go late in the lottery, like like, uh, 14th, like 13th, 14th. And they took him at four. what I don't understand. I, and what he's a point guard. Him? And he plays point guard. And they draft him a year after they drafted Kobe White. So now here's here are the here are the both point guards right now on the roster. Actually, no. Uh, Chris Dunn is 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 gone. Chris Dunn's contract is up. He declined his player option. So you've got uh, Sadaransky, right? Kobe White. And and now you got this guy. Now you got uh, Patrick Williams. So that's three right now. Would have been four, but Dunn's gone, right? And then you got Levine at the two. Uh, so I don't understand how how they're gonna fit that. Like, are they gonna move Levine to the three? Uh, no, no way. They're not gonna play Zach Levine at the small forward uh, position. Right? Are they gonna play three guards in the game? I don't know. Maybe they'll bench. I don't know. It's, it's, maybe they bench him. Maybe they bench him. Maybe they start Kobe White and bench Patrick Williams, or, <laughs> or something pick. like that. I don't know. Right, so, yeah, bench he, the fourth was... pick. But I mean, what are you going to do? Right. I don't what think I've ever heard of what? anybody picking I mean, the fourth pick on a sixth man of the year. The guy won ACC sixth man of the year. <laughs> he didn't, didn't start. He didn't start one game in college. Not one. Oh wow. My God. Oh, my goodness. How do you – wow. Oh, he wasn't even a starter. He averaged nine oh, – again, he averaged nine points a nine game points. in college. Right. What? Right. Yeah, Manuel quickly averaged average 20. Manuel quickly averaged 20 Yo. a game. Or wow. Miles Powell. 
Yeah, oh. Chicago Bulls is more like Chicago Bulls shit. Yeah, right, right. Well, Billy Donovan, well, going to have his work cut out for him. Let's see what. what oh he, yeah, that is true. Yeah, see, I mean, you saw we saw Billy Donovan run uh, three guards this year in OKC. See, he might do it again with the Bulls. Yo, that's why you brought it up. Facts. But the thing is, like, yeah. what's going to happen to Denzel Valentine? What's going to happen to Markinen? I mean, I don't really at this point. I don't know what's going to happen to Markinen because. If if he doesn't show me something good, I I I don't know about him. I don't know about him. I think I think his career is moving in the wrong wrong direction. Yeah, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan is going to play a huge role in uh, in turning his career around if it does turn around. Um, but yeah, he he does. Right, move. right. He's yeah. Donovan's got to do something. He's got to do something. Well, the good, the good news is that even if they they misspent the fourth pick, at least they'll be the third pick next year. Because they're not winning many games. <laughs> so you get, another, you get another crack That's at good. it. Yeah. Yeah, they get another chance. They get another chance. And now <laughs> number five with the most surprising. I was gonna say that, yeah. Number five. Uh-huh. Right. The Cavs took Isaac Okoro. Okoro. That was a shocker. Mm-hmm. That, that was, I was like, Isaac Okoro? Yeah, that was another what? two shockers in a row, yeah. Like I Okoro, told you. yeah. He was, I think, projected to go 10th. Right? Yeah. He's checking to go 10. Like I told Solomon last night, anyone who is going to Cleveland will have their career ruined mm-hmm. due to lack of good oh, coaching, yeah. lack of good front office, and everything in between. They have nobody. Absolutely. And I mean right. nobody. Kevin right. Love is the only name you would recognize off the sheet right off the bat, as well as Andre Drummond. And Drummond. But otherwise, there's not much going for them. Yeah, even Andre? Kevin Porter Jr. is in legal trouble. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. right. He is, yeah. Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested. He was charged. Sexton and Garland did not do a good job last season. They finished last. Oh, in- no. Dude, last- that duo is horrible. I tell Solomon this all the time. Yeah. No, I, they, they, don't, they don't play well together. They don't. Bakerstaff is going to have another young guy that's just going to amount to nothing. That's why I'm kind of happy. Right. Denny Avdia, because yeah. at least we know whose career is going down the drain right now and whose isn't. I mean, right, we can right. say that at this point, if you're picking behind directly behind the Cavaliers and you're doing your mock draft, you're like, all right, so whatever the fourth pick is, we're going to take it because right. these guys are going to like pick a D3 player <laughs> like, in the WNBA. Right. For the Cavs are yeah. like looking at a 2017 roster. Yeah, but you know, the funny thing is at number six, the Hawks actually didn't do that, right? They picked uh, Okongwu. Onyeka. If I'm not He's good. Right. They picked He's Okongwu. Right. He, he is actually, you know, yeah, that, that would have been the, four, the, the fourth or fifth. It would have been him or Toppin, I think. Yeah. Well, Okoro is athletic. He plays defense. He's just, he's not worth the fifth pick. He's just not. Right. Right. No, no he's at 10th. He was projected 10th. I think he should have went somewhere around 10th. But, at number six, the Hawks took uh, Onyeka Okongwu. So my question yeah. is, my question is, since Okongwu is the power forward, right? Mm-hmm. We have that established. How is he going to fare out with John Collins? John Collins and Clint Capella. Clint Capella, mm-hmm. since he's Capella's going to move. Since he doesn't have small forward qualities. You think they're going to trade Capella? No, they might required him. No, they're not going to trade Capello. They're not going to trade Capello. They might flip him. They might flip him off the bat. 
Capella hasn't played a game yet for them, by the way. From what I've learned after yesterday, anything is possible, man. <laughs> anything is That's possible. That's right. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. The the Hawks are actually pursuing, uh, I think, Gordon Hayward and, uh, if not I'm saying, Rondo also. Yeah, Rajon Rondo as well. Pursuing Hay- Hayward and Rondo. Yeah. Rondo wants to leave now. I don't say you got Avery Bradley. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Rondo wants to leave. Rondo wants to switch over to the Clippers. KCP. That's, that's something else. Well, they need that's a new else. guard after yesterday's events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they just got Schroeder. So they just got Schroeder. That's a, that's a good thing. That's yeah, they just got Schroeder. That was a steal. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Landry Shamit is now a Brooklyn Net. So... Yeah, we'll right, that right. After. I mean that we'll trade. Yeah, we'll address that later. Yeah. So, uh, next number seven Killian was uh the Detroit Pistons, right? Uh, I'm blanking on this one. Who do they take? Uh, it was Killian. Uh, yeah, we went nine. Killian, Killian Hayes. Right, right. They took Killian Hayes. Right. I thought the Pistons did a good job drafting. I think. Yeah, I think that that was a that was a good move for them. I knew he was going to. Yeah, because you you have Derrick Rose there, but like, how long is is Rose going to be there? Rose and, is, and he's a he's a good mentor for Hayes, and uh, and they they really have right now Luke Kennard, Sekou Nubuya. Gone. They've got they've got some guys there. Kennard's on the Clippers. Kennard's on the Clippers. Oh, bro. that's right. Luke Kennard's gone. Traded. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. So really, I don't know what what the future of the Pistons is looking like right now. I think, you know, I think I think they're 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 starting to to reset. This might be the start of a new rebuild that we're not seeing. Right, and like I don't think that's that's going to be easy with Blake Griffin's contract on the books. Right, right. Yeah, they got to get rid of Blake as well. Got to get rid of Blake, and and that's not going to be easy because. When was the last time he played a full season? Yeah, you can't count on him like yeah. that. But man, what a what, what talent! Right. Oh yeah. He's from Oklahoma. I always yeah. thought he would have been the perfect complement to like a yeah. younger Westbrook. I saw the two of them running like a fast break. Oof. You know, you bring him home. Wow. It was never meant to be. Right. Remember the old Blake Griffin? Right. Remember the old Blake Griffin? 2011 dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Lob City. Wow. Jumped over a car. Him and yeah. DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the Clips. Over a car. Ooh. Lob City with uh, the Sun starting point guard. DeAndre with Jamal Chris Paul. Uh-huh. Remember Jamal uh-huh. Crawford on the Clippers? Jamal Crawford. Can't forget about him. Right. Crawford went that to the- team was loaded, man. JJ Redick was there. Yeah. Matt Barnes. I think that was one of the better teams in history to never, like, to have never even gotten to the finals. Yeah, I mean, you look at right. you look at like right. the average, you know, the average dunk reel of a player is like three minutes on YouTube. Blake Griffin's like an eleven-minute video. Right. Yeah. He posterized yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was great. He's actually pretty swift with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he plays point. Like he'll he'll bring yeah. the ball up. Oh, lately, yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been. Uh, uh, Handling the ball very well. Yeah, he's been taking. He's been giving a lot of responsibility with the ball. Yeah, and uh, so right. So at number eight, uh, New York Knicks. We already discussed this one, but they took Obi Toppin. Uh, right. 
yeah, and and it was it was a great decision. That that was a huge steal, major steal. Popping at at eight, popping at eight. So I think I think for the for the time being, look, you can't you can't go forward three years and then come back and redraft. It's just not the way that thing works. I think for for last night, right. I think the best possible move by far was Obi. Mm-hmm. It was the best story. Yeah. It was the yeah. best emotion. Absolutely. He's a physical gifted athlete. He's going to be, he's going to be fast. A, a 20, 20 and eight guy. I think. Yeah. I would have right. still right. been concerned if we still had Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson, you know, all these. Right. Folks. Right. It's like, now there's no concern. Yeah. Now, exactly. Now I'm relieved. Now I'm like, okay. Now this yeah. Yeah. It's shine. It's way right. off the fan shoulders right now. Now we know Obi's going to be a very important piece in our, like, core yeah 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 and at at the end you also need new york misses not just good players but you need sizzle you need to win with flair and style you know it's not just enough to win i think he's perfect just imagine quickly right right. yeah we'll be talking on a show barrett just running the floor all together it's gonna be a sight to see it's a good start it's a good start yeah we'll have frank we still have frank Frank very happy about and, and it also frees right. – it takes a lot of the pressure yeah. off of RJ that he's got other guys with him that are hustlers too because RJ has been a winner since he was a little kid in Canada. And he used to be oh, the yeah. guy and with a whole bunch of like scrap, you know, scrap pieces. He's, he's now just – he's one of the dudes. He's one of the horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And David Fisdale played the guy 40 minutes a game, 40 minutes before he got fired. 40 minutes. And oh, the kid yeah. played full yeah. – you know, Yeah, he put pressure on him. And he I, took I it. it. He took yeah. it like a beast. Yeah. The sure. current coach of the Brooklyn Nets now is also R.J. Barrett's godfather. So when we play the Nets, it's going to be right. Crazy. Steve Nash. R.J. break down Nash the, the, the inside world. and kill them. Oh, my God. Uh, inside, man. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have number. Oh, 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 oh. I'll continue off from what he said. Number nine, also known as the pick every Jew in the world was waiting for. Yep. Lenny Avdia to the Washington Wizards. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Our Tel Aviv corresponded. Uh, well, yeah. There's only one correspondent. I said what you were going to say. I mentioned Lenny Avdia got picked ninth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's what I was I've been watching okay. highlights like from the last year. I'm just gonna say the Wizards right now are looking as good as they were when they when their big three was John Wall, JaVale McGee, and like someone else. I don't think Bradley Beal was there. Bradley Beal wasn't there at the time, no. That but that's really good. Wall's healthy again, right? Ubre. Who? Wall. Is Wall considered back to being healthy again? Well, yeah, I know he put on some well, weight and he was healthy. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah. He is. Bradley Beal's healthy. Wall, Wall is healthy now. He, he, he said he's ready to come back. David, so whose team is that now? Is they're, that Beal's they're ready team? to go. It's Beal's team. It's Beal's team. And the Wizards have made it clear that it's Beal's team. They made it clear that they want to rebuild around Beal and that Beal was the only untouchable player on the team. But now let's look. And, and Wall's not happy about that. Let's look at their starting five right now, the Warriors. You got John Wall, Bradley Beal, Davis Bertans, Avdia, and Rui Hachimura. This is a good lineup. That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty good. good. And also, yeah, they're kind yeah, of really like, 
and they're off the radar. There's not a lot of pressure to win. I think that's always a good environment for these players. It's like if you pull in the first, if you pull in 33 wins the first season, not bad. Next season, it's 39, then 45. You can kind of grow under the radar. Right. And they, yeah, they, uh, they, they keep getting better. They keep improving every year. And, all the and uh, it's, it's a process. It's going to take a while, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to yield some results. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the 10th pick, we got your Phoenix Suns. That's right. Jalen Goggles-Smith. Oh. He, yeah, he's going to rock those goggles in the NBA, man. <laughs> it's going to be fire. Uh-huh. The goggles. The the goggles. Horror. He looks like Horace Grant. Exactly. Yeah. He's got, so the knock on him is he's got to add he's got to add body weight. He's got to add muscle mass. But just something you can control. Um, oh, yeah. He's got the fundamentals. You know, he's just got to improve defense. As for not just as far as being able to guard guard you know guard guards, but I think he's got it. There they are. Look at those things. <laughs> David's got the goggles on. <laughs> yeah. Hell Love no, ugly. All right. So, so David, David Jolovitz, I have some questions for you from the fans on Instagram. Go ahead. Now. Here we go. Where are we? Uh, let me try to find them. Okay. No, where are the questions? Did you screenshot them before? Uh, oh, here, here. Okay. Uh, here. Okay, first question comes from Leroy, all the way from Belgium. Uh, he says, China what is Leroy. one pro and one con about Devin Booker? Huh. Mm -hmm. Well, if you believe the reports, we'll go con first. If you believe the – well, there are two. One is he's dating a Kardashian, and that's scary. <laughs> right? If that jinx is where you look at Blake Griffin and right, all the guys, a, like, there, that yeah. is – there's a long history yeah. of him yeah, – of them kind of Major spoiling con. careers there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually it's tied to the other con, which is you just hope he didn't get too Hollywood if the rumors are true and wanted out of Phoenix because they gave him the keys right. to the car. They built it around him. And lately they were able to kind of get those accessory pieces, which actually leads to the pro, which is that James Jones, I, I was actually a fan of the old GM, Ryan McDonough, and I didn't think that Jones would be a good fit only because he was a previous player. He's nailed it. The guy knows how to draft. He knows how to draft, and he drafts for need more than just best player available. Let's try to make it work with four guards. Yeah. yeah. And and you hope that okay. with this bubble thing, I really solidified Booker as stepping into his role as an alpha. Like, if this is going to be your team, it's got to be your team. Yep. That's right. Right. So next question comes from some guy called David Jolov. Jolov Jolovitz? <laughs> I, 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 I that. Uh, oh, you didn't say it with a W, Solomon. Oh, he didn't even ask a question. He, 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 didn't ask, he didn't ask a question. He just said, hey, can't wait. Okay. <laughs> Great comment. Great comment. I don't know who that guy is, but he's very Shout bright. Shout out to uh, uh, David <laughs> Jolovitz. <laughs> Sounds like he doesn't know anything about right. fitness. <laughs> he sounds oh, very yeah. good looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, good question. Next question <laughs> comes from Joey Pax. 
Here comes the joy facts. What do you think of current Suns player Cam Johnson? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cam Johnson. Well, now that Ubre has been shipped off, Cam, Cam Johnson, Johnson is now Sala- He's. I'll tell you this fun fact. Cam Johnson is David Salama's favorite player in the NBA now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Soon to be. Soon to be. Wow, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. <laughs> I've just nominated him. He is, look, he's one of those guys where he just will hide himself in a three-point line when needed. He'll catch and shoot. He's deadly accurate. He's a sniper. Just anytime you got a tall shooter, it's always a combination. A tall, good shooter. It's a combination for something special because mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to block at the city. Right. The second he rises up, um, he's quick. Six, he's athletic. Mm-hmm. He's got a big body. You just got to put a little bit of weight on. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Cam Johnson's. He's six nine, isn't he? Yeah. Wow, that's tall. Yeah. 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 He's he touches big. seven feet with his ass. And, and he seems like a nice, quiet guy. He's not going to fight for <laughs> over minutes. Look, again, at the end of the day, there is one yeah. basketball. There's one play being run. And if, if you have guys, the re- I think the reason part, part of the reason why the Warriors were so successful is because none of them fought over the ball. So if you, guys, if you, if you have guys that can score right. and are not right. selfish, that's a winning combination. Cam's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, next question I got for you comes from Mark. Uh, he says, playoffs for the Suns this season? Question mark. What do you think? I, Are the Suns making the playoffs with Chris Paul? They have to. I would say it's a major disappointment if they don't. You'd hope that Chris mm-hmm. Paul plays yeah. 60, 65 games. I'm not even, you know, listen, as long as there's continuity, right. I wouldn't even mind resting him a little bit, right, as far as the load management. Let mm-hmm. the young guys give him some court time. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be phenomenal mm-hmm. also for Javon Carter. Javon Carter was a lives. He was a pickup at West Virginia. He's gritty. He needs a little bit of help on the offensive side, but he's streaky. So when he shoots, he shoots well. And I think that if you take mm-hmm. – Javon Carter drinks basketball. He wakes up, and that's the first thing he drinks. So you take a, right. you take a Chris Paul type of guy, and you put it to – I think he's going to benefit most. Yeah. Javon yeah. Carter is a dog. Yeah, I, think, I mean, look at Chris Paul. Right. And we also have got yeah. Elliot Kobo. I mean, and, and you look at Chris Paul. Guard. He's young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And now if you look at Chris Paul here, Chris Paul has only missed the playoffs once in his, his entire career. That's, and, that's, and that's something after his long career. Yeah, exactly. Right? And you need, so, you know, your big yeah, one-two so like, punch. Good. Yeah. So I, I, it looks like they're going to the playoffs. All right. So it's, the next question great. we got here comes from Troy. Right. Now, Troy says, what do you think of Coach Monty and what he's done? I think he's been terrific. I think he's been terrific. He's, again, he's a huge, it starts and ends with I culture. Agree. That's the very first thing. You have to have a cohesive yeah. locker room. These guys listen to oh, him. Yeah, yeah. He's Absolutely. a religious guy. He actually lost his wife in a car accident years and years ago, and it shaped him very kind of differently. Oh, so they, I know that. yeah, he's wow. very much a father figure to these guys. And you've got, I was just going to say with the last point is you have Aiton, who's soft and impressionable as your number two. You've got Booker, who has been, he's got amazing, he's got tread in his tires, and he's only 24 years old. Like, the guy's been 20 to 25. He's in the league for, for a little bit, and he's already putting up really great stats. And yet he, with alpha skills, doesn't necessarily have an alpha personality. Monty at the leadership, and also Chris Paul as, like, a coach in the locker room with the guys. Right. Fills in that older brother role and will allow the, you know, will Aiton and Booker yeah. really to step into themselves. Yeah. It's a right, great fit. Right. I think it's very important for them to, to 
grow into yeah. that that leadership. Robert Sarver has not historically been a great owner, but he's actually like Dolan of late. He's been able to step aside. He's giving us a new stadium, new facility, the, the coach we're looking for, the player drafts we're looking for. I mean, all signs point to go. So we're ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. So next question comes from Shmuel. He says, what does Aiton need to do to get better? Aiton's got to hit two things, a stack of pancakes and a stack DeAndre of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he's got a, what I would do is I oh, would yeah. Yeah. if I was Aiton I wouldn't watch any video of him uh -huh. playing nothing I would only watch 90s basketball highlights uh -huh. I would watch Robinson I would watch Olajuwon I would just straight up uh, Patrick uh -huh. Ewing all those guys who have a little bit of finesse but a lot of strength I like power. that Aiton's a big frame and the good news is Aiton's only been like playing that. basketball since he was like 13 yeah so, you know, you take this guy, and again, that means that he's uh -huh. he's got such potential right. to really be good. He's got to toughen up. He's got to play his size. Look, you, you, if you yeah. want to beat the Lakers, yeah. you got to you know, got to take down AD, which means you have to shoot on the outside. You've got to be able to mm -hmm. defend on the outside, but you also have to muscle him on the inside. I think he has potential for that. He is a number one draft pick, even though I would have picked Doncic. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And there, you look at Aiden. Yeah, you're right. He's straight out of, out of the, the, the 90s. He looks you like know, David Robinson. I mean, back then, guys were big and, and brutal. Yeah. Yeah. He, lo he looks like David Robinson. Yeah. You're right. I think, yeah, I think that's what you should watch David Robinson. That's very he's good. You got to watch even Charles Barkley. Just say, look, if Charles Barkley yeah. at 6'5 can do what he did, you're seven feet tall and you've got a body like crazy. So go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah. Do you want him shooting, though? I want him shooting, of course. Right, right. You want to create a little bit of space, and you wonder how Jalen Smith, if he can, you know, he does shoot threes, is going to space out that floor a little bit. But Salam and I were talking a little bit earlier, um, and uh, my video just mm -hmm. cut out. But and Chris Paul's going to create space for him. I think he's going to be pick and okay. roll nicely. I think he's going to do a bunch of alley oops nicely. Chris Paul is going to be the best thing to happen to Aiden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think Absolutely. Chris Paul is going to actually Absolutely. like. I, I feel like there's a side to Aiton we all um, like we we all don't know about, and Chris Paul is obviously gonna you know help him in uh, in uh, how do how do I say it like like breaking out of a shell, you know, like actually playing to his potential, right? So yeah. I feel like Aiton could do it. It's just the work has to be put. Yeah, um, he's he's inconsistent. He's already putting up 18 and 11. So it's like you're kind of mad at the guy, but he's already putting up decent numbers. But again, he's a number one draft pick, so you got to step up. Yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, that's all the questions I got for you today. Uh, sorry. No, I was saying, what, do we have uh, any other? So that's all. No, that that's all the questions I got for you right now, and uh, we're nearing an hour here. So there's one more thing that I wanted to address before we go, actually. Uh, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks and, and the move that they've done. So they have acquired Drew Holiday from the Pelicans for Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. And it was also three picks and two pick swaps. And then they went out and got uh, Bogdanovich from the Kings, right? Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Kings uh, in exchange but I think he refused, for... But didn't he refuse uh, the trade? Right, right. That is, yeah. Not it's actually in jeopardy because he refused to to make that sign and trade deal. He's right. a restricted agent. It was a sign and trade, and and he refused and he didn't agree to this 
to the, to the contract signing. Yeah. Right. So, I I I don't know what the 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 status of that that deal is right now. Like, do do the Bucks get get to keep uh, Divincenzo? You know, uh, I'm not sure what's gonna happen there, but. If they yeah, keep Bogdanovich, assuming assuming they keep Bogdanovich, I think I think those were the right moves to make. I think those yeah, were the right moves to make. You gotta try something. Holiday because, yeah, yeah, it's Holiday a really helps out at the point guard position. Yeah, but Solomon, that's that's not gonna be it, enough. It is, yeah, real. It's it's a start. Don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, I mean, look at. Right. Right. As of now, besides for the rookies that they just drafted, they have only five guys on contract. The rest wow. of the guys are either restricted free agents or unrestricted free agents. Yeah, that's that's wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, they yeah, have they need, they five need guys players. on the roster. They've got Holiday, Bogdanovich. Actually, not even Bogdanovich now because so they've got Holiday, Middleton, Giannis, and Brook Lopez. Uh, everyone else is is questionable. Either restricted, unrestricted. Or you know, I, I don't know what Bogdanovich's situation is. Yeah. So so I mean, they they tried to make the right moves, but but like it's it, it's all falling apart. Yeah. It's it's a it's a huge problem for them, and they they're gonna have to re-sign all these guys that that they lost because uh, right. legally they need I think uh, eight guys to be ready to play in a game. <laughs> you know they're gonna have to cook up something. They're gonna have to cook up yeah. something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean they're at a disadvantage because they have so few players, like you mentioned. I didn't know if the number was that low, but they're also even if look, I love Drew Holiday, plays defense and he's yeah. a good. Well, leader. I wasn't, I wasn't counting the rookies, by the way. So uh, I wasn't right. counting the rookies. So it might be a few more now after the draft. Well, they needed them, right? But it's an experimental roster they're putting mm-hmm. together. And to David's point, like you knew that Giannis was watching the finals going, if this team can push LA the way they did with with this, and I'm the perfect size and 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 shape to get into that lineup, it's it's kind of Miami plus with the with the with the culture they've got there, it's kind of hard to avoid. You think he's gonna stay put? Mm-hmm. Hard to say. I mean, if look, he's he's probably gonna no, sign. I think he's going to Miami. I think from, from the beginning, I said he's going to Miami. But wait a second, Solomon. Yesterday you said he might sign the Supermax. So I think he's going to sign the Supermax. Uh, yeah, there's a chance he signs that, signs that five-year Supermax. Right. They're, they're throwing him a five-year Supermax extension. $250 and million. And he's going to be making a lot of money. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, it's, but these guys are wow. making so much money that you have. Look, you can have endorsements. You sign one Hulu contract, and then, you know, you're making $10, $10 million of it up. I guess also, I guess Lopez yeah. is a factor in this. That's true, yeah. I don't know. I maybe, maybe Giannis, you know, feels that if he abandons Milwaukee, everyone's going to, you know, flame him. But uh, I don't people, know. People, people forget that. Harden already wants out of Houston. He wants Brooklyn. So I feel like it's the, it's a different NBA. And you're, you're going from the Milwaukee Bucks right. who have a After good front years office and they're trying hard yeah. to the Miami Heat who have a proven phenomenal front office. They can draft. They can play. They got shooters. They just need, you know, a little bit of size. Yeah, yeah. All and right. Miami's got some pretty good allure. Yep. Oh, so I guess we'll just have to see what happens. But uh, I think we're gonna call it here, guys. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. So, it's been Solomon, David. 
and Mikey. Once again, thank you guys for listening to Sporting BSM and have a great night.